Hey everybody, this is Zach Neal, and you're listening to Misfits of Industry. Nice job, Gia. You're welcome. I didn't say thank you. I said nice job. Oh. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Zach Neal. You're listening to the Misfits of Industry podcast. Today is the first time I'm having my whole team with me on the podcast, which we're going to be doing weekly, and I'm super excited about it. So say hello, Miss Gia. Hello. Mr. Tim. Hello. Miss Jess. Hi. So we're going to talk about something that I think is really important and also something that we as a team have been dealing with uh, for the last couple weeks. And it's basically how to deal with a really, really shitty, terrible, fucking awful situation at work. Um, yes. And, uh, or people. Or at people. Work. Shitty people. We covered a little bit of this in one of my recent podcasts, how to deal with assholes, but this goes way beyond that. So this is how to keep a positive attitude, how to overcome a really super negative situation. And we're going to dive into that right now. Yeah. So... We did this pop-up called The Dark Side. It was our fan experience for Star Wars fans, and it was supposed to be kind of like what a bar would be on the Death Star. It was supposed to be the Dark Side Sith Lord bar. It's not supposed to be based on anything that actually exists. It's kind of like expanded universe. Like what would a what would a bar or club look like? Darth in- Vader on his day day off. Yeah. He's like, I'm not doing evil today. I'm just going to drink. Stormtroopers going in there to bitch about Kylo Ren and... All that. I would I would bitch about Kylo Ren. <laughs> well, Kylo Ren is bitchy enough. Yeah. He's listening to My Chemical Romance in his room, punching holes in his wall. Um, anyway, so we opened in three cities, New York, uh, Washington, D.C., and L.A. So first, we'll start and we'll talk a little bit about Washington, D.C. Um, that's it. There's nothing else to talk about because the guy that's operating it is awesome. Yes. His team has their <laughs> shit together. They're great people. We don't have to worry about it. No, no worries. And we don't even really hear anything about it except for awesome videos and pictures that they send us from time to time. Um, L.A., our partners in L.A., Spencer and Freddie, mm-hmm. fantastic job great. setting it up. Dan, our manager there, A++++. That place looks the best yeah. of all of them. The staff is amazing. Amazing team. The best team. That we could have asked for. Um, dress up, do makeup, everything. And so we get very few uh, questions or comments about that. Then we go to New York City, <laughs> um, where we've got a Gollum monster as a business partner there initially. And Tim, you can you can discuss a little bit of what you did. Tim's been our guy on, on the scene there, on site. And this is how we're going to kind of dive into why this is a shitty situation, how we've dealt with it. But go ahead, Tim. So I've been there on site. Usually uh, five or six days a week for the last, what, eight weeks now? 200 years. Yes, two, it, feels like, it feels like 200 years. So about eight weeks, uh, and the guy that we partnered with originally is the biggest piece of shit I have ever met in my entire life. <laughs> Tell us how you really Literally feel. Literally the biggest <laughs> piece of shit. The, just everything that the guy was doing... Uh, was uh are, are, are we naming names here we could call him uh, we could call him by like pet names yeah like ren but Shotler. butt crack yeah so, so this guy butt crack <laughs> who, who we call because his ass crack was always out which i don't know how the fuck he didn't feel it always out because it's so goddamn cold this time in new york <laughs> so his fucking bare ass is just hanging out every single time you walk into this goddamn place his ass is hanging out and you just want to say, pull your fucking pants up, you child. I've seen enough ass crack for yeah. a lifetime. That's like nightmare. guy cleavage. 
Not for him. <laughs> no, no, it's no, like, no. It, uh, I, I you and I ever... saw his belly the first time we ever met his, him. His backside looked like 80s Dolly Parton. <laughs> 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 all, right, all right, continue, continue. So anyway, he's a giant piece of shit because <laughs> our company, uh, through the sales and all that stuff, gave him a sizable portion of money, a sizable portion, a lot, like... Most people could live off of it for two years, the amount of money that, that he got out of the money that we uh, raised through ticket sales. And he apparently wasted it, took it. We don't know exactly what happened, but the end result is that it didn't get where it needed to be, which was paying staff uh, their proper shift pay and their tip outs and all of that stuff. So the money is gone. So my lovely boss, Zach who out of the kind of his, kindness of his heart, because it was right before Christmas, decided, hey, you know what? This guy fucked over about 15 people. So he's going to just pay the money again, even though he's not obligated to, he doesn't have to, he's not responsible for it. He said, I'm going to pay these people and make things, make things right for them. And now everybody bitches all the time <laughs> that stuff isn't right. So it's like no good deed goes unpunished. No, and it sucks also because this dude got evicted from the space without telling us. Yeah, so the big surprise is we go in there, we had set designers uh, from Hollywood fly across the country to design the space. That Who was, sucked too, they also yeah, sucked. That was, that was not a great experience. Um, they were set designers as much as like my eight year old is a set designer. Um, Sequence. So yeah, I mean they can like spray some glitter on the walls and you know so I'm not going to talk too much trash because I don't want to put anybody down. But I will. Um, <laughs> but the reality is, yeah, DM me. I, I'll, I'll tell you names. <laughs> Unskilled labor, my fucking ass, you idiots. <laughs> um, so we had some problems from the beginning. Uh, with this situation and it only got worse and it got to the point where we actually received an eviction notice uh, from a landlord who was you know the, the controller of the space that we weren't even aware of that the dark side was about to end only halfway through and we're going to start telling the next piece of that story right when we come back All right, so we're back. And uh, so we started in New York. It was really, really a bad situation from the beginning. Um, from the set design team, setbacks, delays, the owner of the space that we were using, the owner of this place called San Remo, was a nightmare to work with. He was a dishonest liar from the beginning. And um, everything he said to us turned out to not be true. He was not paying his staff, not paying his taxes, not paying his rent, not paying his electric bills. And then we put like over $100,000 through his hands in his business and he squandered all of it, paid personal debts, probably maybe embezzled money, not really sure, but whatever. Probably blew some up his nose. Yeah, whatever he oh, did, it was, it was dishonest nose. problems. And so that left us with an unpaid angry staff the week of Christmas and an eviction notice and a shutoff notice and canceled insurance and all these things that were not, had anything to do with our company. So about the worst possible situation that you could ever be in in business. Um, very uncomfortable, very, very bad. And Tim, being the guy on site that was physically overseeing the production part of this on a daily basis, had to deal with the brunt of it, but all of us had to chip in at various points. I think that every one of us there has been a bartender or a cook or a door person or a security guard or some other role to just try to get through this. And so we have, of course, spun this uh, into a positive thing we still don't want to be there. No, we don't want to be there. <laughs> but what I want to talk about today is kind of the tools that we use as a team 
to get through such an awful situation and nobody gave up nobody on my team gave up hope nobody quit nobody called me and said i can't do this again um or i'm not going back there or you know even though i think all of us were close and so the thing that i the glue that i think holds this whole thing together with us is always uh keeping a light heart and a positive attitude so from the beginning i would hear things from tim that would be like um hey just think about it this way there's only 18 days left of this and then we never have to go there again just always putting some light at the end of the tunnel and then uh gia and jess and tim all of us would use uh humor to overcome the bad things like we're dealing with this guy who is robbing people at christmas time but the fact that he always has eight to 15 inches of ass crack visible that's uh, what we focus on we focus on the ass we crack. focus on the ass crack. made for memes and constant text threads and constantly just keeping it lighthearted. so why don't you guys talk a little bit about how you feel the humor aspect and keeping things funny actually keeps you sane? I think keeping things funny and humorous keeps me sane just because if I can laugh at him, that takes away how dirty he is. He He's such an awful person. I'm, I don't think I've ever met anyone quite like him. He he fucked over so many people, and he's stolen money. We just keep finding out new things every day, and just to be able to at least make a meme about him, <laughs> <laughs> and to and to talk about his butt crack and his belly, and to really think in the end, who's really losing here? Him. So that's it, that's what keeps me sane in all of this is to think that you know he's an awful person and he's getting what he deserves. He will. Karma will get him. Karma will. What do you think, Jess? I I kind of wish I could run into him one day just so I could punch him. Kick him in the balls. No, I, he oh, might not even have right. it for all we know, honestly. Like, underneath all that belly, it might not even be there. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but I wish I could just, like, punch him. Just or, like, something if I ever fucking see him because I never want to see this guy ever again. He is so horrible. Like, it's, it's fucked up what he did to the people that were working there so hard, too, and... And then he just completely fucks him up over the holidays and just leaves and doesn't even say anything, pretty much. Yep. How about you, Tim? How did the humor help you? The humor, uh, I mean, I, I think that there, there's that cliche, like, you can either laugh about it or cry about it. And uh, I think laughing is a much better better alternative than uh, than crying because he's such a piece of shit. I can't stress it enough what a fucking dirtbag this guy is. And I... I in, Tim, tell not, me how you really feel. About in, it. <laughs> in a in a public forum, I would try not not to talk like that about somebody. Like with with people I know, I'll gladly talk like that. But uh, but in well, a this pub- is just going out to a few thousand yeah. people. No big deal. But in, in a public <laughs> forum, I would try not to do that. But this guy's just such a piece of human garbage that that I I hope that I never see him again. I, and I don't I don't ever want to see him again because I don't want to be around something that's so shady and so disgusting and so filthy. It's a uh, just such a horrible, oh, horrible filthy, person. Filthy, filthy, okay. So you can see there's a lot of emotions in the room and uh, a lot of people still a little worked up over this, but we have persevered through this and humor was a big part of it in keeping a positive attitude. So uh, let's go into that. Let's talk a little bit about that. So now that we've got kind of the hot emotions out of the way, there was a lot of humor that went into this and I was impressed with it every day. Um, because I would be so frustrated, you know, I wasn't on site nearly as much as Tim was on site. Um, but I'm dealing with all the back end, you know, I'm dealing with the books and the accounting and spreadsheets and phone calls and dealing with the, the debacled payroll 
And I would be so frustrated that I would just honestly feel like quitting every day. I just kept telling my team, even I can't do this anymore. I think there was at one point where I sent the message out to them saying, I can't do this anymore. I quit. Um, I just can't deal with it. It's not worth it. It's it's too much. It's it's too much of a problem. And then that line between not wanting to let the fans down, the people who bought tickets, so wanting to press forward. And I kept getting reassuring messages from Why? Tim and Jeannie saying, hey, you know, don't quit. Stick on this. You know, we, we can do this. Like, I don't want to give up. I came in and I said, look, because we had a GM that worked with them in, uh, over there. And he just did not how to do the job, did not know how to do the job. So I said, look, I'll come in, I'll help do payroll, I'll do the schedule, I'll make sure uh, everything is ordered that needs to be ordered. I'll handle all of that. Tim, you be there, you make sure you get everything that needs to be there, make sure that everything is set up in time. We'll make one of the bartenders a bar manager, we'll get this done, and we won't have to deal with any of the other nonsense anymore. And so from there, it's just kind of been like a laugh. And that I think that's what I took away from this situation is we've had... We've opened, we opened eight bars and restaurants in 2017. Um, and we had just come off of opening the Stay Classy Hollywood pop-up at Christmas. And then we had like a one-month reprieve. And then we started working on um, taking Stay Classy to Boston, which was our first one of, of uh, 2017. And we also had Beetle House going simultaneously in New York. And so we were very busy. So through opening eight bars and restaurants in a year... Um, you definitely have highs and lows and you definitely deal with a lot of shit. And we had some really difficult situations, uh, you know, throughout the year. And one of them was at our Stay Classy Boston pop-up. <laughs> we had uh, a crazy amount of problems with that place. Um, you know, more logistical problems than than personal, you know, personality difficulties we had. Definitely dishonesty, though. Yeah, dishonesty oh, yeah. and a building that didn't work, that didn't have a functional kitchen, that, you know, lots of that kind of stuff. But we made it through that situation with humor. There was actually a point where, for some reason, everyone on my team and staff decided to just start drawing dicks on the window of this place. Writing Stay Classy and drawing big, veiny dicks all over the windows. You know it was me, you, and Tim, and, and Kyle. Kyle. You're like, yeah. some, some of these staff just did this. Well, it, just, it was just a thing that started, and then it made the guy that owned the building so angry that he threatened to throw us out. And it seemed really childish at the time, but we needed that laugh. Uh, to get through. We needed something to keep our spirits positive and, you know, to take a bad situation and just laugh at it. And so I think that that, for our first podcast as a team, I wanted to talk about what I think is the glue that holds us together every day is that we always find a way to laugh at and make fun of everything going on around us. Because if we didn't, I think we'd actually all go crazy and probably kill people. Well, it's that uh, and penises. Yeah, that and whatever she said all the time. <laughs> So dick and fart jokes will get you through just about any bad situation. And Remember that. Yeah. When you're having a bad situation at work, draw a dick on the wall. See how your boss reacts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know if that's great advice or not. It's probably not great advice, but it's... It's fun. It's the reality <laughs> that at the end of the day, you have to keep it lighthearted. And you have to be able to laugh not only at the situation, but at yourself. Which, you know, I think everybody takes himself a little too seriously. And sometimes you have to just be able to take a step back and say, you know, reduce things down to their junior high school form. Um, you know, this guy's stealing money, but he always has his butt crack hanging out. That That's great comedy and that it keeps it lighthearted. It keeps you from like wanting to choke him to just wanting to laugh at him. Um, <laughs> the butt crack bandit. Yeah. <laughs> he steals butt cracks. He's got extra butt crack. He's, steal he's stealing my soul through a constant view of his asshole. <laughs> <laughs>
You're forced to look into his anus all day. Being hypnotized into hell. Brown eye has hypnotized you. Uh, oh fuck that guy <laughs> so in other business situations like i said we've dealt with a lot of other things this year it's always been a steady thing we encounter a bad situation uh everybody's bummed out about it everybody's freaking out and then we find a way to laugh at it and then even now we're, we're looking back at that boston pop-up we still talk about it all the time we still have all these inside jokes that we've carried with us that we still talk about today you know a year later almost so team building, people that are operating teams, staffs, managers, employees, self-employed, whatever you are, I guess the message uh, for today's podcast would be, as a team, is, again, in the face of even the worst situations, you have to stay positive. You have to keep your attitude. And I think the best way in a group situation to do that is to keep uh, you know, deploying humor as a weapon something that you can use and jokes and I mean and sometimes it gets annoying like when Jeannie gets on the thread mm-hmm. and like it just becomes nothing but memes and like fart and dick jokes when you're trying to like memes? you guys are the meme kings um, what are you talking about knock it off I'm trying to be angry right now <laughs> um, I'm not trying to laugh but there's always somebody on the team that will start it and, uh, and and get it going that way even if you know you're reluctant to it at first eventually like by the fifth or sixth comment or meme I even find myself smiling because I'm like, all right, what the fuck? You know, this actually is kind of funny. So uh, keeping it positive, keeping it funny, using that, I, I think has gotten our team through. And I, I think it would work for anybody else unless you don't have a sense of humor. Um, and that could be yeah, a problem if nothing, if nothing is funny to you. Um, Draw or if dicks, get yeah. your kicks. Or if your fat fucking butt crack hangs out all the time. <laughs> Tim's a little angry yeah. tonight. Tim, well, Tim's Irish. For those of you who don't know Tim, he's uh, he's 100% Irish, which means he's 100% angry um, most of the time. Zach and I are Italian, so we're just... We're angry. We're angry as well. But it, it's more short-lived. Well, it's It's yeah. big explosions followed by immediate cool-offs, and then everything's mm-hmm. fine again. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jess is Chinese. Supposedly. 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 <laughs> Supposedly. We think she's actually just a white girl. She's, Jess is hard to read, so we don't know if she gets angry at all. She's like she's a plotter, I think. One of those that like cuts you when you're not looking. You know, sticks you with a needle in the alley, dexters you. I guess uh, we're just gonna have to find out. To find out yeah. We haven't known her long enough. <laughs> so we're gonna do this every week, um, as a team. We're gonna I'm gonna keep doing my Monday question and answer and we're gonna do this. We're also gonna turn this into a vlog. And we're going to, uh, we have some interns starting. We're really excited to break these motherfuckers. We've got Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Justin Timberlake. Uh, <laughs> Things have not gone well. <laughs> <laughs> Thin Lizzy. Uh, New song of his is not doing too good. <laughs> Twist and Tristan. Yeah. And uh, JR from R- Dallas. RJ. RJ. <laughs> I knew I was going to botch that. Um, we've got some new interns starting here uh, in our New York office, and then we also have um, a bunch of people, or actually our New Jersey office, and uh, we also have a bunch of people starting from different parts, but the ones that are going to be working on site with us, we're looking forward to uh, pranking them, harassing them, breaking oh, them. Oh, I'm yes. so excited about But also that. pushing them to their limits, because if they end up being great, we're going to hire them. Yeah. Um, but that's going to be fun. Maybe we'll bring some of that into the vlog and into uh, the podcast I think I'm going to have well. to test them out with some, some dick and fart jokes and see how they handle it. I'm going to have to push the envelope. <laughs> Gia Weinstein. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think we're going to have to uh, avoid the, uh, the dick jokes, but maybe the fart jokes. 
Maybe well, we can, maybe we can play like old school pranks on them, like get them the uh, the bubble gum that turns your teeth black and like <laughs> the matches in between the toes when they're sleeping. <laughs> be cushions under their seats. Shoe you know? polish on a telescope. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Fart. <laughs> A whoopee cushion? A whoopee cushion. A fart I said cushion. a fart cushion. <laughs> yeah, you put your fart cushion under there. Hey, Lily Stein, you would have gone. Hey, really quick, we were talking about something today. Maybe you guys, maybe this can be something that someone can write in and explain to us. Uh, two of us are Italian. Yeah. One's Irish and one's Chinese, but we all are a little confused on the Italian pronunciation of words, specifically in the <laughs> New York and New Jersey greater area. Uh, more specifically, how C's get replaced by G's, such as... Gabagool. Galamad. Yeah. yeah, we're trying to figure this out, and I'm trying to figure out if uh, my own people are just handicapped, mentally handicapped, or <laughs> or if there's some reason for this, um, because it's not Italian, it's not Italian language, it's just more it's like... Jersey Italian, it's, yeah, it's like New York Italian. Italian, I don't get it. Um, so maybe somebody can call in or write in or something and explain yeah. that to us. We can and if you don't it. know what this is, take a good guess at what Gabagool is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, get the Gabagool. Hey! Is that it? Are we done? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> is there anything else left? So. Stay positive. Keep it funny. Draw dicks. Uh, send your questions in. Direct message me at the Real Zach Neal on all social media. I will be doing the Q&A on Monday. And we're going to do this podcast probably Thursdays or Fridays. In the meantime, have a great week, everybody. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, yeah. Bye. Oh.